Konnichiwa. And howdy y'all. I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie and welcome to Sumo Kaboom. Where we talk about all things sumo. Oh, and we just finished the last boss show. We're still recovering from that. We are going to talk about how it ended, how we feel, how we're processing it because it was a big one. Yeah, I, yeah, it was big. This whole weekend, we're all just still trying to process everything yeah. that happened this weekend. We but, really are. But Sumo gave us gave us the goods. I mean, it yes. was awesome. Yes, it was. Oh, high five high from five. across the table. Okay, but before we get there, we want to tell you about our winners. In bingo, our Makikoshi and our Kachikoshi winners. And this time, our Makikoshi winner came in early. Yeah. Day 11. And then the cool thing about our Kachikoshi winner was that their card had lower-ranked wrestlers on it. So they had Kotoeko and mm-hmm. Nishikigi that gave them the Kachikoshi, which I thought was so cool because... You know, we're always following the high-ranked wrestlers, and this was an opportunity for somebody to get an early bingo just because their lower-ranked wrestlers got their kachikoshi just earlier in the day. I know. And I had some people, they were they were talking smack about bingo cards, and they would, like, post their card and be like, look, look at my top row, my bingo. And it was like Takakesho, Fuji, like, all the top five guys were all along their <laughs> top row. I love the row. bingo shit talkers. And then, yeah. But then it <laughs> end up that Terunofuji was well, good for you if you had a Makikoshi this right? time, not a Kajikoshi. It's right? just so funny how things change so dramatically from yeah. Basho to Basho. Yeah. The most random person could be your winning well, guy. That's what people say when they write in to let us know they get a bingo. Thank you again to everyone who emailed us this time. It made it so much easier for us. But they're always like, I love playing along because I always find myself cheering for the most random wrestlers on the last few days. Yeah. And I love that. Don't the don't don't all those random wrestlers deserve some love instead of just the Sanyaku yes. guys. So it feels really good. To cheer for Ichi Yamamoto right. right before you get a double bingo on day 15. It really does. Like, it you're does. really pulling for the guy. That's right. I love it. Well, let's do our bingo highlights. At 2.30 a.m., that's our time, Texas time, Kenneth got a beautiful kachikoshi. He says, like Takayasu has in real sumo, I've had the frustrating experience of being a runner-up in kachikoshi bingo. Oh. <laughs> But this time, he kept the faith all the way to the finish line. He's an English and a history teacher at a high school in Oslo, Norway. Oh, that's great. Where, this is the cool part, he's managed to corral a few of his coolest colleagues into participating in a small local sumo fantasy league. And so every day, there's a basho on. They gather in the teacher's lounge to watch sumo highlights. Shout out, he they watch through Nato Sumo and Kintamayama's highlights Yeah. Uh, on their lunch break. Isn't that fun? <laughs> that's the perfect way to watch yeah. sumo. So they say the the matches start at 10 a.m. And so in Norway, by the time noon happens, their lunch hour, like all the highlights are up on YouTube. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So other teachers have come in and out of the teacher's lounge and they're starting to get interested. So we're hoping, he said he's hoping for more participants next time, too. (laughs) That just sounds like so much fun. Okay. Kenneth got into sumo when his girlfriend and, and he were going to Japan for the third time. Now, they had already seen a lot of sites, parks, temples, all that. So they thought, let's do events, happening shows, and stuff like that this time around. So, of course, sumo came up. They were going in March 2018. They found Kintamayama's channel, and then they started watching 
through Kintamayama's network. And then that was when Tochinoshin won. And he mm. was like hooked. And so they went to Japan in March and they saw Kakaru clinch his fourth U show on day 14. And he thinks it was against Goedo and that was in Osaka. So they came back the next year and saw day four of the May tournament. And the thing he remembers the most from that day is that Takakesha won against Mitakiyumi on the Mawashi. But he <laughs> that is hurt, amazing. Yeah, he hurt his knee doing it. So he loves sumo for all of its action, excitement, its ritual and dignity, its traditions and complexity for how easy it is to become emotionally invested in the rikishi. His favorite wrestler, he has a soft spot for the underdogs and almost but not, you know, quite type of guys. So for him, it's Takayasu and Hokuto Fuji. Those are two of his faves. I love it. And alongside Ura as well. Yay. And of course, Hakaho, I mean, he was the best. Yeah. So Hakaho was to him really good, really brilliant, and definitely a winner. But he 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 thinks of him also as like an outsider as well. And he kind of likes that. So he likes um the underdogs, the outsiders, those types of characters. He just says at the end, I love Sumo. <laughs> you know what's great about uh learning about our bingo winners is almost everyone can remember who won the first Basho. That they, the one that really hooked them in sumo, their I don't first remember, exposure. But you I don't remember do, yours. Not who won, no, because I didn't see it on, on the last day. But I remember who was there. I got hooked by Akibono, Akibono, and uh, Musashi Maru. Mm. That's who I was watching. Got you it. Know. And the Wakanahana Takanahana. So yeah. There, well, you blew my theory out of the water then. <laughs> I was thinking everybody remembers their first winner, but I guess not. Now, all right, well, tell us about the Makikoshi winner. Okay, our Makikoshi winner, her name is Kelly. She is a librarian living in Maryland. I love it. Yes. She got into sumo in November 2020, so pretty recently. Yeah. She was recovering from surgery and needed something, anything, on TV to keep her from, keep her to keep her company. Yeah, and her spirit's light. Yeah. So eventually she landed on NHK World and saw that day's Grand Sumo Highlights broadcast. And at first she was like, yeah, sumo, no, yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah. But then she started watching it more and she was so impressed by how strong and nimble and talented these guys were. She made her spouse watch with her and she's they've both been fans ever since. Following sumo, she says, has really changed my understanding for the better around what it means to be and look like and be celebrated as a successful professional athlete, which I think is totally Totally rad. Yeah. Her favorite wrestler. <laughs> At first she says, everyone is my favorite. But my favorite of favorites right now and forever is Ura. <laughs> so we have everyone some Ura loves fans. Ura. Yeah. Uh, she said she loves his mawashi. She loves the fact that it has gotten pinker with this basho. Me too. I love the bright cotton candy pink. Her new favorite is Wakataka Kage because he has been magnificent in this tournament. And she also enjoys supporting the Rikishi who wear glasses. <laughs> like Oshoryu Nishikigi like and Akiseyama. Like librarians do. Exactly. Because she says she wears them too. So awesome. that's why she likes it. I completely get that. And you know what? Nishikigi kind of looks like a librarian to me anyway. He does a little bit. Like when you want to check out a book from him? I would. I absolutely. Would. In the children's section for yes, some reason. for sure. For sure. Yes. Yes. 
She also wants to say just thank you, Leslie and Laurie, for all your hard work because Sumo Kaboom, the podcast, has been a much-needed escape for me during the pandemic. It gave me something enjoyable to look forward to when things seemed so bleak, and she looks forward to what else we have in store with the podcast. Thank you, Thank Kelly. That's you. very nice. Awesome. Congratulations to our winners, to everyone who won extra prizes. We had a drawing today, and we will be contacting you if you are one of the lucky ones. We had winners from all over the world. Big Sumo fan gave us some really cool prizes, along with one of our other listeners, Martha, gave us a really cool prize to give to somebody else who won bingo. So we will get your prizes to you soon. And to everyone else who did not win a prize, came in second prize of a or second place bingo. Train harder. Train harder, but you gamberized. Yeah. Yeah. You did it. Come back stronger next time. You're just kind of like Takayasu. We are cheering you on, yeah. even though... You just try again. You try just, your best. You just keep trying your best. Yeah. You show up, you get stronger, mm-hmm. and you gamberize. And you do your same... And you do you, your... You develop your bingo style. That's right. And then... And you do your style of bingo with right. every tournament. Exactly. Yeah. And, and when the dominoes fall in the right direction, you will land on top. That's right. Thanks for playing, y'all. Shall we jump to a news flash? Oh, yeah, we have one. The elections for the JSA are coming up, and it's all but certain that I think the president, is it Hakaku, who's mm-hmm. the president? He's going to most likely stay in office. He's been, maybe this is like his fourth terms. I, fourth term, I'm not really sure. Look at my news. I'm like, roundabout sort of roundabout you. sort of i think is, he'll stay yeah. in there and what's his name <laughs> well he was former Yoko- that is his name isn't it yeah, he was former the yokozuna hokuto umi yeah you see him he's front and center yeah 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 he looks like a, a shoe-in and i think most of the people that are there now are most likely going to be carried over into the next term so not much is changing there also if you happen to know who kitano fuji is sometimes you see him doing the color commentary in japanese he's 80 years old and he says he's that the guy with a fabulous voice yes and he always is dressed so dapper okay. he's fabulous yeah we and need um, to do a spotlight on him at we some do point we do his voice is incredible yeah it really is he's a spry 80 years old uh-huh and he said Somebody asked him, you know, how do you do it? You know, he says, I do still to this day, one hour of stretching and splitting every morning. So he does the splits and he still stretches at 80 years old. And that's how he stays young and healthy and in good shape. This is what I intend to do. Yeah. Uh, Through my 80s as well. Stretch and do the splits. Yes. Well, you know who's probably stretching and doing the splits already? Terenofuji was already back training again. Ooh. I don't know if he gave himself a week and a half off after he went Kyujo, but he is already back. That's a Yokozuna level dedication yep. there. Yep. So that is all I've got. Okay. I think the last time we talked about the Basha, we ended at day 10. So Leslie, you've got day 11. Day 11. All right, y'all. Now this was so far back. I know. I don't even know. We've just been through whirlwind. But let's just try to remember as much as we can about day 11, because the last few days of this Basho were like had everyone biting their nails. Mm-hmm. But let's first talk about Tochinoshin versus Teretsuyoshi on day 11. All right. If anyone remembers, this is the day that Tochinoshin does a hit and shift at the Tachiai. He tries to wrap up the arms of Teretsuyoshi right after the Tachiai from kind of over the back in a sort of over the back position but he sees an even better opportunity. He instead switches his grip 
to go over the full back of Tedetsuyoshi and gets a back Mawashi hold. This is the, everyone loves it, the wedgie hold. Yeah, the wedgie win! Often so embarrassing for wrestlers when they find themselves in this position. And I think Tedetsuyoshi will have a lot of photos of him being... (laughs) Floated around the internet of him being picked up like a toddler by Tochi Notion after the match. So Tochi Notion just simply lifted up on Tedetsuyoshi's belt, and Tedetsuyoshi is toast. So Tochi Notion gets his first Kachi Koshi in eight tournaments. Yeah. And uh, he was still in the running for the Yusho. At that point? At that point, yes. Wow. So that atomic wedgie win was really cool to watch. And that's for a technical term. Yeah, for that's Tochi fans. Term. I do remember that takeout and I laughed and I adored it. But I also <laughs> remember as Tochi Notion was setting that up, Teretsuyoshi was trying, he actually thought about going for a leg pick on Tochi Notion, mm-hmm. and he wrapped his arms around, mm-hmm. and that's the moment where I thought, oh my god, Tochi Notion's thighs are as thick as Teretsuyoshi's body. They are the same width. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I actually had some people send me send me info online. <laughs> they were like, yeah, he's known for his thick thighs. Yeah, someone said 90 centimeters. 90 centimeters. Yes. Which is big. It's a big hunk of leg. Nice gams. Yeah. Well, anyway, congratulations to Tochi Notion. And for all of our Tochi fans who are still firmly in his corner. We had another fun match. Tamawashi beat Ura by flinging. Flinging. Another official (laughs) Kimorite. The atomic wedgie followed by flinging. Yeah. At the Tachiai, Ura comes in low as expected. Tamawashi tries to lift him up, but Ura just keeps his arms kind of outstretched, keeping Tamawashi at a distance. Ura charges into Tamawashi's belly and gets the left hand deep Mawashi grip on Tamawashi and just kind of lunges forward. But Tamawashi just steps outward, sort of, shifts out, grabs Ura's left arm from the elbow with his right arm and just purely flings him out of the doyo. It was a kotenage throw and Ura goes into the audience and finishes with a lovely front roll dismount. I mean, that was really the most important thing is that he did a front roll so acrobatically straight into the audience and he got up, he just pops up and he's fine every time. Yeah, he's got very acrobatic skills. Uh, he's very good at flinging himself yeah, off the Most likely doyo. to be in the circus one day. Maybe that's part of the reason we love him. I think, he has yeah. flair from beginning to end. He really does. doesn't matter if he wins or loses. It's exciting. Yeah. Wakataka Kage versus Takayasu. This came on day 11, this match. Can I just say, I thought it was way too early for this. Well, way too early because I don't know why they 11. didn't call you. I don't know why they didn't. Call I don't you. Need either because all they would have to do is pick up the phone and say, "Do you think it's too early for this?" And I would have said, "Yes." Yes. Wait a couple days, please. Well, this match was interesting. Let's just put it that way. Wakataka Kake comes in low at the tachi eye. Takayasu tries to strong arm him upwards with both arms wrapped around Waka's neck. But Waka Takakage avoids that by slapping down and going in for a grip on Takayasu's belt. He gets a left hand outside grab and sort of wraps up Takayasu's right arm. Waka Takakage doesn't have a belt grip. He's got an arm grip and it's sort of paralyzing Takayasu right. It's it's kind of paralyzing his right arm. Wakatakakage lifts up on Takayasu's whole right side with this with this grip, 
trying to get him off balance. But Takayasu realizes this because he's smart. He's been here a million times and decides to yank on that arm. He yanks it free and he goes um, he goes over the upper arms of Wakataka Kage and wraps both of his arms up in a Morizashi grip, which is a double underarm grip. It prevents the opponent from grabbing the belt. Okay, that's the official definition of a morizashi. And Wakataka Kage is in a double inside position, though now with both arms. Takayasu has him basically wrapped up. Both men have, like, both of them have some sort of advantage. Like, they can work with the position they found themselves at this moment. But it was just then that Wakataka Kage beat him beat him to the punch. He lifts up and gets Takayasu up too high, and then he can easily move Takayasu back and over the Tawada. And he does that, and he gets a Yorikiri win, and now they're tied 10-1. and one. That was Takayasu's very first loss of the yeah. entire Basho. Yes. Was to Wakatakakage. The thorn in his side. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Oh, man. Then we had Shodai versus Takara Fuji. They shoulder blast at the Tachiai. Shodai quickly steps to the side and thrusts down Takara Fuji by hitting his shoulder towards the dirt. Shodai is smart and uh, did some real quick sumo in this match with a Tsukiyotoshi win for Shodai, who's at 6-5 and five now. Abi versus Mitakiyumi. This was fun. Abi goes for the usual slapping game and post-Tachiai, you know, thing that he always does. But Mitakiyumi is just too strong. Like walking into a very heavy wave of slaps, Mitakiyumi withstands the power of Abi's arms and just inches ever so slowly but surely back towards Abi. He pushes him backwards. Just at the edge, he surprises Abi with a double elbow grab to lift up on Abi's rapid-fire arms and, you know, his sapati attack, mm -hmm. and pushes and yanks down real hard. It was a slap-down win for Mitakiyumi. Our last bout of the whole day was Kotonowaka versus Takakesho. Kotonowaka does a hit and shift at the Tachiai. Takakesho doesn't fall for it too hard, but he does lunge forward enough to be sort of rattled and a tad off balance, okay? So Takakesho then squares up to Kotonowaka. Kotonowaka then goes in for the kill because Takakesho is closer to the edge, facing inward towards Kotonowaka. Kotonowaka does a double like arm neck thrust to Takakesho's neck, but Takakesho lifts up on his arms, steps to the side. Kotonowaka steps forward and Takakesho slaps his shoulder on the way out of the doyo. It's a Takakesho win. Kotonowaka gets slapped out. And we've got Takakesho at eight and three. Tied with Tochinoshin, also at eight and three at the end of day 11. Nine and two were Mitakeyumi, Kotonowaka, and tied for the lead going into day 12, Wakataka Kage and Takayasu. That's right. And this is yeah. the day that Takakesho got his kachikoshi. So okay. it's day 11 that he's Pretty early. no longer in Katabon. That's so right. That's All good right. news. So that's one storyline we can put a nice finish, nice mm -hmm. ending to. We're like, mm -hmm. okay, Takakesho mm -hmm. storyline, he's safe. He's safe. Great. But now... The storyline for this Basho starts to become Wakataka Kage versus Takayasu. That's right. Seki Wake versus Maegashira 7? Yep. I don't have the list in front of Former me. Former Ozeki. Former Ozeki, right. As well as Shodai. What is going to happen with Shodai? Because he's starting to look a little spicier now. 
Okay, so day 12. Day 12 was such a great day of sumo, y'all, and I wish I could talk about every single oh, match, man. but there's just not time in this podcast. Uh, so we're just, you're just going to have to take me. it was me, a four-hour podcast. You know, yeah, or you're just going to have to <laughs> take me out for, uh, you know, some hard apple cider and we'll talk. <laughs> we'll talk sumo. <laughs> Instead, I always have to note whenever someone does a very advanced yoga move on the doyo. So Teretsuyoshi did an incredible, really difficult yoga arm balance as he lost on day 12. It was a, an arm balance with bent arms off the side of the doyo, bakasana, with his legs wide. He, oh, well, you have to have, congratulations, yes, Teretsuyoshi. You have to have such strong shoulders to stop yourself from flying out into the audience and do a yoga move at well, the same that was time. Well, that was with Yutakayama, right? I didn't even write down who it was with because well, yeah. I was like, it doesn't matter. Tadetsuyoshi, yeah. Yoga move. Yeah, but uh, about that match, I always like that because Yutakayama is ever the gentleman. He always checks yeah, he on his opponent after beating them, and he did that to Tadetsuyoshi. And it was, it's always nice to see a little good, you know, some good sportsmanship. Yes, it is. So at day 12, unfortunately, Tochinoshin lost against Toby Zaru, taking him out of the Yusho race on day 12. And I know, I could hear the fans all over the world going, oh, <laughs> because it was just so nice to see his name up there on the leaderboard it was. for a while. It yeah. was like, wow, this is like old home week. Yeah. How great to see him up there. But let me talk a little bit about some sumo that super impressed me on day 12. Endo versus Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. Was, this was their first meeting ever. And I just got to say, it was fun. It was just really fun sumo. There's lots of just going back and forth for the belt. And, you know, Endo has this sort of like, it's hard to describe, but it's very low and it's very side to side style yeah. to his sumo. Like, yeah. he's a little floppy, but he's in control. He's got lateral movement. Yeah, a lot of lateral movement. Well, so does Wakamoto Haru, yeah. who stayed right with him. So there was lots of jostling for the belt, lots of back and forth. Uh, Wakamoto Haru just, he just met someone he was evenly matched with yeah and for a new guy up in the top division i was like i did not expect him to do that well against endo endo still won but it was no. not an easy match actually wakamoto haru won on oh day 12 you're right wakamoto haru won <laughs> yeah and i think afterwards he was he either got a big blow to the nose and he was sniffling but i like to think he was crying could you imagine you finally get up in the makauchi division it's and you, get and you your, beat Endo, you Endo, beat Endo, and you get a kachikoshi. <laughs> and you start crying, and you start crying. But you, you know, not really. It wasn't like took a <laughs> Somehow, tears. I don't think so. But he he looked a little emotional, and that was nice. It was just it's really fun to see the rise of these two brothers. Yeah, coming up the ranks together. Yeah, you know, kind of one. Maybe they right have after strength another. in that. Ah, it was just really cool, and um, really enjoyed that match. So let's talk about his brother, Wakataka Kage, who met Kota Nawaka that yeah. day. Also, you a know, both early, but a little early again. Yeah, but both in the race for that Yusho. Wakataka Kage wrapped up Kota Nawaka's right arm underneath and in front of him. And Kota Nawaka's bigger. He seems like he would be bigger and stronger, but Wakataka Kage buried his head. He got that belt and he pushed Kotonawaka right out, proving yet once again that he is eating his Wheaties every morning and doing all of his powerlifting 
And he is appears mm-hmm. to be all muscle, that kid. Mm-hmm. Wakataka Kage. Man, day 12, taking his record to 11 and 1 and dropping Kotonowaka to 9 and 3. Mm-hmm. So putting some distance between himself and Kotonowaka on the yeah. leaderboard, which is really cool to see. Yes. Shodai versus Takakesho on who, this day. Who was this guy? Yeah, you are very correct. But when I looked at the history between them, okay, this is a Nozeki showdown. This is a big deal. But the history between them favored Takakesho two to one. And I heard some hubbub rumors that people thought that Takakesho might have thrown this. I don't think so. I love I, hubbub, even though I you know. You do love the hubbub. I love to hear what the peeps are m- rumoring about. But I I did think, yeah, sure, I look good, but also something was off. I was like, why is there no not as much fight in this? Well, okay, so what happened was Shodai's Tachiai was so lightning fast. It was. He got in right away and he didn't and he back just, off like he sometimes does he no charged. he was it was just first off first off the little blocks and he cannonballed takakesho it was so fast he got in and under takakesho's shoulders and takakesho was just done i think he just beat him at the tachi eye. i think you're flat right. out was up first. even though rumors are fun but uh <laughs> I, think, I agree i mean he 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 really did look so fast. And when you win the Tachiai, your chances of winning the match are that much better. I think there are a lot of people out there who don't like Shodai for whatever reason. They've put him in that I well, don't like cow. Well, he has put us through an emotional roller coaster. He has. He has put us in the ringer because we but, we are cheering for him. Absolutely. In the beginning of this Bada show, we were all mentally devastated. I have been saying from first day, Hollywood the man ending. is in for a Hollywood ending. Do not count out Shodai. And yep. this was the moment where it was like, see, do not count him out. So Shodai walked away with that win. I was very excited for him. I think everyone was shocked and they did not expect that. They thought Takakesho would be faster with those pushes, but he was not. Uh, and the last fight on day 12, going back to this Takayasu storyline, he met Mitake Yumi on this day. Old Ozeki, and new Ozeki. That's right. It And it was such an interesting battle. And when you look at their record, Takayasu seems to understand Mitake Yumi's style better than almost anybody else, right? right? The record is 19 and 8. Takayasu understands how Mitake Yumi works. And it was it was a different kind of match. As you would expect, there was a big tachiai, and then they locked up. And there was a long time that they were locked up, and there were these really nice, there were these hand switches going on. And sometimes when, when guys are going for the belt or trying to figure out what they're going to do, they do these really nice, they look like friendly little pats on the side of each other's bellies. Mm-hmm. or shoulders mm-hmm. so there was a lot of like friendly tapping going <laughs> yeah, it was, on it was totally like, friendly <laughs> like, like where where are you moving and where am i moving and can i get your belt yet so there was a lot of that sort of padding going back and forth until takayasu got the grip that he wanted and then it was simply over it was very uneventful he just got the grip and he walked me takayumi out mm-hmm. so what happened was that meant that again 
For a second day, Takayasu and Wakatakakage were tied on the leaderboard 11 and 1, and that took both Kotonawaka and Mitakeyumi down. So there was mm-hmm. quite there was a two there was a buffer of two wins in between them. 9 and 3 versus 11 and 1 on day 12, just making the leader race even more exciting. Yes. From day 13 to the last day, uh, we were all just roller coastering up and down, up and down, full of surprises. I did want to talk about Kiribayama versus Tochi Notion on day 13. Tochi Notion wins the Tachei with his usual forearm blast that we all know and love. Kiribayama gets in though real close and has his head in Tochi Notion's chest. Kiribayama does a gets a deep right hand inside, left outside, and Tochi Notion gets somewhat of a right hand grip on Kiribayama and attempts a quick swing down maneuver, but it doesn't work. They stall out for a second, and finally Kiribayama wraps his left leg around Tochi Notion's bandaged right knee, and we're all like, oh god, it's gonna pop off! And he does a beautiful, beautiful sotogake, a leg trip maneuver, in which Tochi Notion falls like a tree, straight Mm -hmm. backwards. So Like a giant. Like a giant falling from the sky. Um, So that was fun. It was fun. (laughs) I agree. Another one that was kind of fun was Ichinojo versus Hoshoryu. Now, nothing really to say here other <laughs> than Hoshoryu. Yes. Hoshoryu was trying his best to get inside and close to Ichinojo, and he clearly he's up against a very large man. All of his efforts to get a hold of Ichinojo and lifting his center of gravity, just it doesn't work. He's just too plain large. He just is too large. So Ichinojo actually just does a very slow moving, like creeping boulder. Like that's kind of how he moved on mm-hmm. Hoshoryu and inches him backwards to the edge. Hoshoryu tries his best to kind of resist at the edge, but it's just impossible. And so the best part of this is when Ichinojo just finished him, finished him off by a Bisei Taioshi, which is basically what it looks like is that Hoshoryu just got pancaked. Yeah. Like he... He lost by epic pancaking by a 400-pound man, or 400-plus-pound yeah. man. 400 pounds of Mongolian beef he just, landed on the serious pelvis. Flat. I was just, he's got to have broken a rib in being just flattened. Just, yeah, or anyway. going with your earlier image of like a slow-moving boulder, it's like that boulder at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark, if it was like slowly following, <laughs> slowly following Indy <laughs> out and then just like rolled right on top of his pelvis and stayed there. Yeah. That's what it was to be like. <laughs> yes. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Wakatakakage versus Miyataki Yumi. Mitakeyumi wins the Tachiai. He immediately gets the Morozashi grip on the upper torso of Wakatakakage and rushes him backwards. Wakatakakage tried to resist at the edge up at the edge by scooting to the side, but Mitakeyumi denied that. Wakatakakage also, I mean, he just he's always trying everything. If that didn't work, this. If this doesn't work, that. So he tried a leg trip at the edge, but he was just being pushed over at the same time. So Wakatakakage Definitely tried the best that he could to do something at the edge, but in the end, Mitakeyumi just had plain old more strength and kept Wakatakakage square exactly where he wanted him to be unable to escape left or right. The fast defeat of a very skilled wrestler is what that was, which I think shows you Wakatakakage has some room to improve if he if if he can get that soundly beaten by Mitakeyumi that quickly. It happened real fast. 
he's been looking really tight. But when you put him up against someone like Nishakiyumi, you see if he's going to be Ozeki one day, he's got to figure out a different way to take on these much heavier men. And uh, Mitakeyumi proved to be a formidable foe. Yeah, Mitakeyumi is so much bigger than he is. And he's actually shorter. I think Wakataka Kage has a better time with taller guys. I feel like Mitakeyumi's big, but he's not as tall as Tede uh, Fuji. You know what I mean? Well, I, I just feel like there was something about Mitakeyumi's size and his defending on the edges yeah. that kept Wakataka Kage from being able to move around him. Because Wakataka Kage is lightning fast and can move just right, right. outside your hip right. and move you out. But something about how Mitakeyumi was defending the sides kept him square on. Yeah. Yeah, he denied real... him the ability to shift, yeah, to pivot or shift around. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean the amazing, the amazing part of that battle was that it dropped Wakataka Kage from the leaderboard, from first place, right. I should say, and that was the big like, oh my god, moment. He dropped his share of the lead, and there was an opportunity then for Takayasu to sh- to take that lead. That's and right. I think that's when every Takayasu fan in the world was like, oh, <gasps> can he do it? Can he do it? Can he do it? Can he do it? Day God. 13, he could do it. He could do it. He could do it. Day yeah. 13. Yeah. I was an emotional wreck for the next 72 hours. <laughs> Takayasu versus Takakesho. All right, y'all, strap in. Takayasu came in strong, meeting Takakesho's epic charge at the Tachiai. Takayasu lifted up immediately on Takakesho to get his center of gravity up and also lifted up on Takakesho's left shoulder, hoping to paralyze his blasts. But Takakesho is meant for blasting, and Takakesho still finds enough room between them now to deliver a couple of typical epic Takakesho blasts, as he is known to do. Takayasu's patient stops the blasting with a forearm to the neck of Takakesho, and that stops Takakesho's ability to blast further. Takayasu goes on with some great defense and comes in with a right hand slap. And as and, and he also does a really stiff Notawa attack on Takakesho's neck. Takakesho is stepping backwards now, maybe actually tiring a bit. This has gone on for a while. Takayasu delivers two epic, huge blasts to Takakesho. And that angers the hamster, who then charges mad as hell back at Takayasu. Takayasu retreats around the ring, shifting sideways. He's quick. Takakesho then follows. Takayasu has lots of fuel in the tank, you can still see, because he's all over the doyo, and Takakesho is just desperately trying to chase him, you know, like swatting at a fly, just trying to catch up with Takayasu. Takayasu steps to the side, with each of Takakesho's attempts to pummel his chest. All of his hard work is working because you can see Takakesho is getting tired. Takakesho tries another series of blasts, backing Takayasu up towards the edge, but Takayasu comes in close, gets a strong right hand outside, left inside, swings the tired hamster to the dirt. In the end, it was a belt throw that delivered the win to Takayasu. An Watanage win. Wow. Wow, this match was fun. It was super fun. It was a huge stamina match. And we just know that Takayasu is always going to win in a stamina match. Yeah, that guy versus Takakesho. Yeah, yeah, that guy can go for a long, long time. And Takakesho can go for about eight seconds. Yeah. And then it's if you can get in and get Takakesho's belt, he doesn't seem to have much defense. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And uh, that was Takakesho's second Ozeki that he beat. Yep. He's now at 12 and 1. Yeah. Our taking last... taking the lead. Yes. Taking the sole lead. And ushering in more panic and more hope that I've ever had in my life that this could happen for Takayasu, my favorite wrestler. Okay. The last match of the day, Shodai versus Kotonowaka. Kotonowaka, young kid. Doing some really great sumo this this mm-hmm. tournament. Yeah. The youngster and his long arms just drove Shodai at th- straight to the edge. Shodai being similar in height, he just couldn't evade left or right. The kid used a Notoa attack to finish Shodai off. The youngster won the Tachiai. Shodai stepped back to recover, never could recover because the kid just charged and stayed on him close enough to not allow any edge trickeration from Shodai, which brought him to 10 and 3. Shodai still trying to get that Kachikoshi <laughs> on day 13. The rest of us, like, still emotionally just so up and down with the momentum, the possibility of Takayasu, and then Shodai making us wait forever to get this Kachikoshi and bring him out of Katabon. Okay, that takes us to day 14, where the hits are getting bigger and the sumo is getting even more exciting because there's a lot on the line. And there was some fantastic sumo up front, but it's day 14. And really, the only thing I'm caring about are the last few matches yeah. of the day. Does as just go amazing there. as they, I mean, the rest of them are. Oh, my gosh. Today, I'm going to talk only. I'm going to start at Shodai versus Takayasu because... This was the day that Shodai could get his Kachikoshi. And this was also the day in which if Takayasu won and Wakataka Kagai lost, he could seal the deal right. and win the Basho. So when they met with each other... We, the, it was huge stakes. We go, we're getting yes. an Ozeki out of Kataban, oh. or we're giving an, a, a former Ozeki who's never had a Yusho... The you show. I swear I was sweating. I swear I was sweating when I was watching this match. I woke up way too early and immediately watched it because I just couldn't. Too much pressure. Too much pressure. Pressure. I could not have handled the rest of my day not Not knowing, knowing what yet. had happened. Well, I couldn't have avoided <sighs> my phone for the whole day, which was being blown up. Yes. Well, the match itself, oh my gosh, was fast. It really was fast. Takiyasu pushed Shodai to the edge and it looked like... It looked like he had it. It really did. It looked like he had it. And Shodai did what Shodai does so well. Ring, side, edge, magic. magic. He did a squinage at the edge. He just grabbed underneath Takayasu's arms. And he twisted and turned. And Shodai, the great part of it was Shodai got his kachi koshi on day 14. And delivered the most mixed emotions to the Takayasu fans and Shodai fans oh. that we've ever we've ever had. Well, I thought until we got to day 15 and then there was just more mixed emotions, but this was just <laughs> the beginning of the mixed emotions because I was so conflicted. I was so happy and, and so, so hurt. I know because I wanted <laughs> really wanted I wanted it on day 14 oh, for Takayasu. But Oh, he got up. He dusted himself off. He still has a chance. He still has a chance. He's not out of the running. Okay. So that took us to Mitakiyumi versus Kotonowaka. I'm not even going to talk about that fight. The important thing to know is that Kotonowaka won. Right. So he stayed in the race for the Yusho. 
Okay, Mitakiyumi is now out. Yep. That took us to the final match of the day. Wakataka Kage versus Takakesho. Wow. Yeah. Takakesho cannonballed Wakataka Kage, and I swear to God, he knocked him back four he feet. Wakataka Kage just like blew backwards, but he got low. Somehow he stayed in. He kept his wits about him, and he dug in, and somehow he made his way past all those slappy slap slaps into double hands on the inside of Takakesho's belt, and he took Takakesho up and out. I was so impressed by Wakatakakage's strength on this day yeah. and his ability to withstand every storm just about that has come his way. But that meant that again they were tied. Takayasu and Wakatakakage tied for first place. Going into our last Going into day. Last day with Kodosuma Waka. <sighs> 11 and 3. And that's when I put in my order for my Sumo Mayanichi spew buckets because I was like, I don't know that I can handle this on day 13 because I really do like them both. I love. Okay, honestly, I was like, Coach Nawaka, I don't care to see him well, win see, this. Well, see, I think we should be... He's a young guy. I He's know, got but, years ahead of him. But we should all take notice. We haven't talked much about him because of the drama of everything else going on. We've Only because our... he's young. He's young. And he's got he's got years ahead of him and he right. will do well. But I he really do think so. He did incredible. He did. His sumo was straightforward and he's, he's emotionless got... when he when you he's... when he fights. He's yes. just someone mentioned him as a porcelain doll and he really is someone when you look at him he does look like he has a, a sweet face. Sweet face and even when he's in the midst of a huge bout his face is still and his skin pleasant. is beautiful. His skin is beautiful. He's just <laughs> a beautiful, but he's not fragile. He will always be double bubble to me, though. Yeah, but always. He's, he's uh, really doing some amazing stuff, and he's just—he's not under the radar, but he's so young, and he's been able to beat all of the top wrestlers. We're like, he's—I honestly, I was expecting his, on the up and up. Clearly. I thought his injury was going to come back to play, Kota Nawaka, because that injury took him down quite a ways. Yeah. So I was really interested to see how he was going to be able to move on that knee. He moved really well. Yeah. Really, really well. Yeah. But he has years ahead of him. Yeah. He's got many you show to win. Yes. And Wakataka Kage has just been slowly and steadily climbing the ranks. And he is so, so fiery. And he reminds me of Hakaho. And I'm like, oh, I want it for that guy. Plus, he's a smaller wrestler and I want yeah. it for a smaller wrestler. Yeah. And I want it for Takayasu because he's been around for so long and he's he's been in second place multiple times and I want him to win one for you also. Thank you. I want him to win one for you. Because I know it would be for you. Yeah. It would be dedicated to, to his new family and, and to you. And then me. <laughs> <laughs> so take us into day 15. Day 15. You know what? I'm going to give the tip of the hat to Koto Kuzan. He lost this day. But you know what? When you come in at Maegashira 16, you don't always have... A winning record and he didn't have a winning record but he had a 7-8 record and he had done some really good sumo during this tournament you're we just, have we haven't highlighted him too much our, our you're, debutant you're taking the debutant. pressure away from takiyasu yes you're modulating the pressure here yeah i'm just saying you know what if you if you watch that guy he did good on yeah. his debut debut into yeah. makauchi just, seven and eight ain't bad trying not to pressure cook ourselves here that's right <laughs> nishikigi got his uh <laughs> Got his kachikoshi <laughs> against Wakamoto Haru. Um, they both actually had the same grip, one side, one sided, and they both just kind of tried to same okay, arm. I think throw. you're avoiding this now. I think you're I avoiding. I actually don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I really don't. 
I don't know. I don't. I missed the joke. I was just like, can we move on? But yeah, what, what, yeah, what, yeah. what is I it? I think you're you're avoiding getting to the final bouts of the day. Oh, actually, no. I'll 100% go there. I just wanted to mention some other people who I thought, you know, like, hey, let's give some love to somebody who you don't hear a lot about. Nishikigi. Um, he got his, he got his, I mean, we mentioned it before. He got his Kachikoshi. He's nine and six. And so Wakamoto Haru, also nine and six record. He beat Nishikigi. But hey, two guys... It did pretty good. Nine and six is good records for like, you know, Nishikiki's Maegashira 16, Wakamotaru nine. And he had some good, we saw some excellent matches from these guys, you know? Ichinojo versus Tobi Zaru. This was hilarious to me because it was watching a merry-go-round, if you will. It was a really fun match. Most likely to be described as two of the three stooges and how it went how it went down. It looked kind of like a clown fight. Okay, so after the Tachiai, Tobizaru grabbed the deep inside Mawashi of Ichinojo and just decided to kind of sit low and spin Ichinojo backwards. <laughs> sort of kind of like a dosido backwards. I don't know, promenade backwards. I don't know. It looked like square dancing, but it was not square dancing. It was hilarious. But Tobizaru had Ichinojo's belt. He dominated the big man around and Ichinojo just spent much of the match trying to figure out how he got into that position and how he could possibly get out. Ichinojo did two full revolutions. <laughs> Tobizaru. A 720? Yeah, he did a 720. It's like a skating move. It really is. And, and uh, also Tobizaru, he, he tried a leg series of leg trips and stuff, which didn't work, but Ichinojo must have been so dizzy after the 720. Plus, they were looking down at the floor yeah. while they were spinning, which, yeah. man, if you're going to spin that much, you got yeah. you got to spot out to the side. Yeah, yeah. And Tobizaru hops forward. Ichinojo gets a right arm lock hold on Tobizaru and attempts to swing him out of the dojo, but it doesn't work because Tobizaru is heavy and instead pushes Ichinojo out. So notable just for the visual of uh, anyone spinning Ichinojo backwards to two full revolutions. It was a good time. That and the I'll trip you in front. No, I'll trip, I'll trip you, you in back. back. It I'll was, trip you in front. Yeah. Ichinojo just didn't know what was coming at him. And good on Tobizaru. Hoshoryu versus Kotonowaka. Kotonowaka comes in for a strong tachiai. Hoshoryu withstands it and he stays close to the chest of Double Bubble. Hoshoryu gets to the side of Kotonowaka and he's already gotten a right side grip and it looks like he's ramping up to throw. Kotonowaka simultaneously has a strong left hand grip on Hoshoryu. And with that grip, Hoshoryu hops back and sets up for a throw by moving his left hand to the back of Kotonowaka's neck and throws him to the dirt. This kicked Kotonowaka out of the Yusho race, and it was a solid defeat. But hey, young kids still got a got a lot of career left. But it was Hoshoryu who won this one. Did I make that clear? Yeah. Yeah. Getting his kachikoshi. Hoshoryu got his kachikoshi yeah. on day 15 yep. and took Kotonowaka out of the Yusho race. Yep. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Takiyasu versus Abi. Well... The angry young Abi had some fire in the tank because he came out guns ablazing in this match. Rapid fire, Tsubari, post-Tachiai. The Tachiai actually never really happened because when Takiyasu went to chest blast, Abi put both double arms out. He put both of his arms out. 
and he stopped Takayasu's neck. With all of that momentum, Takayasu was pulled up too high, and he could never really recover from that. So Takayasu tries to swat at doubles at uh, Abi's double arm grab, but Abi is then by that point flung out of the way. He's on to Plan B, which is instead jab, 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 jab to finish Takayasu off. Because at that point, Takayasu had already backed up against the ropes, and he had no room to step back. He tried to evade sideways, but Abi's long arms were just too much in that moment, and he just simply got turned around just a just a tad too much, and he was shoved out from the rear by Abi. So Abi got his kachikoshi at 8 and 7 at this day, and now Takayasu is sitting at 12 and 3. My heart is slowly breaking into many pieces, but still because hopeful. Because if Wakataka Kage won, right? Then we'll have a we'll have a runoff. No, they were tied. Yes. Yeah. So they were tied at 12 and 2. So all Takayasu just lost. So right. all Wakataka Kaga had to do is win. Right. Exactly. He could have clinched he it. He could have clinched it. Yeah. But you know who he's fighting? Yeah. Mr. Excitement. Yeah. Shodai, full of surprises. So here we've got Shodai enter our wild card. So it was a nice aggressive Tachiai, as usual, from Wakataka Kage. Shodai goes in, goes in immediately for a Morizashi grip. Wakataka Kage is denying that, and pretty much everything else Shodai is attempting as far as a grip goes. He's just keeping him at bay. Wakataka Kage is inching Shodai backwards, as Shodai is just trying to lift up on Wakataka Kage and get a decent grip. So Shodai denies any sort of grip. When Wakataka gets close, he does a violent arm circle to kind of dislodge Wakataka Kage's grip on his arm. And then Shodai locks up the upper right arm of Wakataka Kage. Shodai lifts up on Wakataka Kage and raises the center of gravity all the while getting the right side grip. Now he slowly, he's got the good grip he wants. He slowly advances Wakataka Kage back to the edge. Wakataka Kage knows he's had and he basically gives up at the edge. And this gives Shodai um, a nine and six record, which is not a 10, but hey, like he has delivered, he's delivered some serious blows. He has totally been the wild card. And now Wakataka Kage and Takayasu are tied at 12 and three, a playoff. Isn't, isn't it amazing that all three of them lost? All three guys. Yeah. That were on the leaderboard lost on the final day. What are the chances of that? Yeah. I really think like anybody that meets the leaders on the final day or two, if the U show is still in play, the pressure is on. And I think anybody that's meeting them is bringing their A plus, 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 plus game because they want to stop this person. Yep. So here we are. (sighs) Day 15. Wakataka Kage and Takayasu. They just met each other a few days ago. Oh, and they got to do it again. And I was, yeah. But you know what I we was, got? Oh, my God. We the got, most amazing sumo ever. Yes. But prior to that, what? we got Takayasu's shoulder shrug. Oh, yes. Which was kind of the highlight of the entire day. If anything, we all witnessed that. The return of the, the bear. The return of the bear. The and I'm thing so glad. we love. From him. For all of us Takayasu people out there who love and adore him, he gave us that. He gave us that. And why do you think he waited until just that moment? He needed, he, he may he may have had that in the can and he's like, I don't need it until I'm going to need it. And that, 
And he, he brought knew it out. He needed it. I think it was partly instinctual. He may have just said, I'm done with that move. It's stupid. Um, Maybe he was calling in the spirit of the bear. He may have. All right, everyone. Takiyasu was not there to lose this match. He blasted Wakataka Kage. Wakataka Kage does, like, he reels backwards, even though he stepped to the side of the Tachiai. He still sent back with Takiyasu's blast and charge. Still, Takiyasu hit him hard enough to make him remember that Tachiai, I think, for a really long time. It was a biggie. They both grapple for any sort of inside grip. Neither are successful. Takiyasu tries to get inside close, and he does, and he uses his right forearm to lift up on Wakatakakage's neck. He shoves his arm out of the way, though, and starts retreating backwards. The angry bear follows, getting a bit too far forward. He lunges to push Wakatakakage out. At that moment, Wakatakakage grabs a right side arm, like armpit hold of Waka, uh, of Takayasu and steps backwards. He turns out while Takayasu is reeling forwards. Wakatakakage grabs the back of Takayasu's neck and winds up to throw him. Takayasu denies that, and instead, they are now kind of hopping around the dojo head to head. And just then, Takayasu charges and pretty much charges Wakatakakage back and out, except, except that Wakatakakage dances on the rope. He steps on the ropes and grabs Takayasu's left hand and swats him to the back of the neck, grabs a deep back tee of, mo- of his mawashi, and he swings Takayasu out and down to the dirt. Just as Takayasu is delivering his final blow at Wakatakakage, he beats Takayasu and... End scene. End scene. <laughs> that was... That was quite the... Uh, that was like 45 minutes yeah. of breakdown. I was so impressed by that final move of Wakataka Kage. Because in essence, what he was doing is using Takayasu's own momentum headed out of the ring. And he pulled on that momentum to swing himself around, grab the, grab the back of Takayasu's belt, and usher him out. So he used his opponent's momentum against him. Yeah, like and you'd swing around a, a pole, you it know? It was... It was incredible. It was sumo. truly magic. From both of them. Yeah. No one should feel honestly no. put down by the sumo. It, it kind of hurt me to hear Takayasu say, I got to keep training. I got to get stronger because that was maybe the best sumo I've ever seen him do. Yeah. He was strong. He was fast. He was. He, he Smart, watched his opponent. Patient. Yes. He yes. just didn't come out on top. But he did get the fighting spirit prize. He did. And that made me feel so much better. He now was not all smiles, though. But you know what? If you work that hard and you've had that career, you've been in Ozeki, you've fallen out of it, and here you are, and you are you do that incredible of sumo and you still don't get it, you're entitled to be a little sad. You're entitled to be a little bummed because of everything he gave. But I hope if he's listening, and I'm sure he is, he knows how much we all love him. Yes. And that we all wanted him to win because we think Wakataka Kage is on the way up. He's got more career. He's got he's going places. We're going to see so much more from Wakataka Kage. But we still wanted to see our champion that we love get that you show. 
But that was the second day in a row, or maybe the third day in a row, where it was all about conflicted emotions. <laughs> like so happy for one person and so sad for another one at the exact same time. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, Wakataka Kage walked away with a big old trophy, uh, gave the most uh, short and to the point post interview I think I've ever heard. <laughs> um, yeah, not much personality came out there, except that we know he's uh, very serious, very very serious about what he does. <laughs> But uh, Takayasu and Kotonawaka both walked away with this fighting spirit prize, both of them. And our two Ozekis that we were worried about being in Kadoban yep. are now safe. And now we're probably for the next two Basho going to go on another emotional roller coaster <laughs> win. Let's hope they both get Kachikoshi's these next two Bashos. We're exhausted, y'all. Yeah. Wakatakakage walked away also with the uh, enormous technique. macaroon. Well, yes, but also the technique prize, I believe. Yeah. He yeah. deserved it. He deserved every bit of that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he uh, reminded me, you know, the footage that they show of like weathermen out there amidst hurricanes and stuff yeah. like that, like withstanding the yeah. high winds of the hurricane. That yeah. that was him many, many times in this tournament where I thought, oh, he's going to get blown away by this much larger opponent. And he was able to stay in his speed, his strength. I'm just very impressed by him and i yeah. cannot wait to see more from wakataka kage remember when we were just working hard to say his name yeah and now it just rolls off the tongue like it's no big deal well not always but <laughs> you know I, we try it's interesting how much how much everything opens up when there's not a yokozuna in the mix yeah yeah because had anything's a very... up for, there's just surprise around every corner yep well anyway Thank you all for playing bingo with us. We started this two years ago, a closet. We just sit in a closet and have fun talking about sumo. We want to thank our sponsors because y'all are helping us cover the expenses of running our podcast, the, the shipping of all of our bingo prizes, helping us make our podcast work. Honestly, what you do for me is you make me prep and you you let me know that week after week there's people out there who, who are listening. want to hear yeah. what we have to say about sumo and you you keep me excited year, like week in and week out throughout the entire year to keep creating this content for you. Right. And so you are my inspiration. Yes. So thank you Dr. KVC, thank you Carl in the UK where their closets are much smaller than ours. <laughs> um thank you Dan Reverend Lovejoy who's not a reverend. <laughs> But we like to we, think Yeah, we like to imagine that you are reverend of love and joy. Thank you, Annie and Scott from Australia, all the way across the I, world. I'm always amazed people are listening to us across the world. Thank you, Stuart Gore. Thank you, Rod Lunsford in Utah. Thank you, thank you, Carol Bush, one of my oldest and best friends in the world for supporting your friend's wild and crazy ideas. Thank you, Jessica Buckland. You love our work and spirit, and we cannot do our work or share our spirit without your help. So thank you. That sounded like an Oscar speech. Well, <sighs> that's where our heads were as well. <laughs> that's where our heads were at, yeah, yesterday. But to all of our individual donors as well. Yeah, Darren, Patricia, Terry, Rusty, Melissa, P.T. Stevens, Willie from Germany, Gabby, a GSB wife. Woohoo! Uh, bass playing fool. 
Carl, WH3873, Cody Kachikoshi, Chris Kettle Frisbee, Snake Pliskin, Mara, Rasgards, Nate. We love you. We love you all. We love you. And if I missed anyone on the list, I'm so very sorry. Just know that every every bit of support you give to us really just keeps us going. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We thank could you. not do it without you. And with that, we will sign off and say, we'll see you next week. Yeah, same next time week. Uh, next week. And until then, I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie. Sayonara. See y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.